0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the first episode live, London Freestyle live. And my guest tonight is going to be the one and only CPR. Let's on see if he's ready. Hi, Jenny. How are you? Good, man. We're doing great. Uh,
1: just here in the uh, CPR studios, getting ready to record this week's episode of CPR's Freestyle Countdown. But before that, awesome. you know, we gotta we gotta uh,
0: take care of business. Absolutely, you already know. Welcome, Gennaro, who just um, checked in, and, and welcome, CPR. Um, yeah, we, we spoke this morning, right? And um, yeah. we said we wanted to do this. And um, and I wanted to do like a, a show in the evening because I rarely do that. And um, who better than to have on their first episode of Love and Freestyle Live evenings um, than CPR? Welcome.
1: It's truly an honor to, to be here. And, uh, you know, during the time that you're on, I'm I'm unavailable, so I'm glad that I'm able to uh, come in and and have some uh, heart-to-heart discussion in regards to to freestyle. I've seen a lot of um, uh, things happening uh, lately that uh, I wanted to discuss, and what a better place to do it than with you.
0: Uh, Thank you so much. And, you know, I think that um, off the record, we've always had discussions about these sort of things. And I think now that we ha- we've created this group in Love and Freestyle where we have some some type of normalcy, <laughs> for lack of a better word, um, that they're, they're actually going to just sit there and listen, then criticize and um, think that, that we're just, um, who are we to be talking? You know, we're actually just, you know, not even giving advice. We're pretty much just, you know, From from our eyes, right? Sharing experiences, I guess, and uh, also, you know, and and, you know those sort of things. So, if you want to elaborate and um, piggyback what I'm saying, you know,
1: you're you're absolutely right. Um, A lot of the things that are said because of experience, people take as criticism or hating or whatever the case may be. But uh, we have to um, do better than that now, and we have to be able to have uh, discussions. You know, um, there's a lot of things that happen on social media. Um, We have become as a collective, we have become ultra, ultra sensitive with everything. Um, You read something and immediately people are set off. Um, I'll give an example. Somebody will write something, right? I will write something um, and uh, somebody will piggyback on it. So now uh, the person that is assuming that I'm speaking about them are the same ones that are not gonna like anyone who likes the comment or are not gonna like anyone who responds to it, even though those people that are responding uh, respond they may not know what what the real subject is about you know they may not know that the person that they're supporting are not a good person in real life or whatever the case may be and I, i've been seeing a lot of videos on live that are tugging at the heartstrings of uh the community and, and like directing them in a way where it's not a positive thing is a negative so now they're using the live feature on social media uh to to now um you know discuss their frustrations uh, instead of understanding uh, the history of our music and understanding that a lot of the things that have happened recently and how people may not remember you right is because whatever you did was done 20 30 years ago and so the world is very different now and we we have to um we have to understand that and we have to reintroduce ourselves to the community instead of coming into the community demanding cuts and demanding the respect and also demanding uh you know a status that may have faded away with time.
0: No, absolutely. And that makes perfect sense, CPR. And you touched on something that not not it happened um not music music related either. And that's somebody who recently they put up a post, a friend of mine put up a post and um somebody got really butthurt about the post, really made it about themselves and and, and the post was something as simple as um, if you're driving a car with a kid, make sure you take precautions and take care of that kid. So mm-hmm. that person took it as, as, I do take care of my kid. What the? Right. You know? So those are the problems that we're experiencing nowadays, unfortunately. We, we no longer have active
1: listening skills. I mean, I've had issues in, in my employer where i said something directly, and, and instead of people listening to what I'm saying and, and reacting to what I said, they're reacting to what I assumed I said. When I was very direct, and so and so that that is also plaguing our social media. So there's a couple of different things that are plaguing social media. So um, we know that we're all praying for DJ Slice Christopher. Um, and um, I had a I had a short conversation with him. You know, I didn't have to come on social media and say I spoke to Slice and we. You know, so I wanted to call him and just make him laugh. And I think I did. I think I must have. You know, busted his butt. You know what I mean? A few times. I made him two I made him two two and we you know what I mean but um the the conversation that we had is something that I want to share because it's important. Um he's going through a medical issue now. Um in a, in a week it'll be one year that I have my medical issue. And Christopher and I have put in many years. I've more than him, of course, have put in years and you want to know if you're remembered. You want to know if people appreciate you, and and because of the way social media is, and all the battles that we've had, and he has had his battles, I've had mine for so many years. We don't know if people still appreciate what we do. Uh, sometimes you question if you want to continue, uh, uh, you know, promoting uh, a genre of music that can be toxic because we don't see the positive things every day. We only see the negative, negative. and um, you know, the one thing that was was was. Um, uh, in In front of the conversation was being remembered and being being appreciated so last year there was a pouring of calls and, and a pouring of love on social media, just like him you know he's had so many people you know and and your guests have discussed that where um there's you know their timeline is all about slice and the prayers and love, so he realized just like I did last year that we are loved that that we are remembered and so when i thought of that conversation i also thought about what i see on social media with the first generation of of freestyle artists the the legends if you if you will the, the first and second generation and what i see is is that they're coming back to a genre of music that one they never wanted to come back to because a lot of them when when they come back they they're really minimizing freestyle right but at the same time they're trying to get uh booked in freestyle shows. So they went and they did, you know, whatever they did, ballet, they did polka music, you know, they did whatever. But now they're coming back here and they're complaining that they're not being booked at freestyle shows. Well, guess what? How come you haven't gone to the ballet or the polka to be booked? Because that's where your expertise lies. And also, a lot of the people that have had these hits, many of them, they have been forgotten. Um, There was a time where George Anthony was forgotten. People remember the song, but they don't remember the artist. So George Anthony had to take it upon himself to take the last nine years, at least, to reintroduce himself. And every day he's introducing himself to a new person. The ledgers, on the other hand, some of them, they feel like people already know me. I already have these accomplishments, so I should be already at the head of the line. And, you know, and and, and this is the case. Well, in social media, it's 30 years later, it's 20 years later they're gonna forget that you have to understand that when when the audience members that listen to me on the radio they only know the song they don't know the artist you know how many times do i get requests for johnny o's spring love or how many times do i get requests for diamond girl by stevie b you know what i mean (laughs) and so and so we have to we have to understand that there takes a time for us to reintroduce ourselves back into an audience and people don't want to have that patience they feel like they're being shunned um and you know i've seen uh the lives i've also seen a little bit of manipulation because when you see these lives it's like they wrote a statement and they're reading the statement you know what i mean and and it's like uh they want to talk about what they want to talk about but they don't go things about the right way they attack uh promoters they attack their own their own generation of freestyle um it's like Old school attacking old school, new school attacking new school, this generation attacking that generation, but
0: nobody's actually putting in some work. Yeah, no, I, that that makes perfect sense. And Cpr, I wanted to ask you a question. Do you think that back in the days in the late eighties and early nineties, um, when when the trailblazers, the old schoolers, the the old generation, or teaching school, how you call it, I okay, um, the first generation. You, okay, the first generation, right? Do you think that the reason why um, we, as we know, we we never saw any fights between us between them is because it wasn't as easily publicized as it is today?
1: Yeah, I, I think that, um, and for the most part, let me just say this: the the legends do respect themselves. The the first generation, they mm-hmm. have conversations with each other at all times. Um, you know, they they always try to bring people in anyone anyone from the first generation that's not. Really, you know, looking good. They'll pull them aside. They'll talk to them. You know the things that you've done, that I've done, that many people have done. But you know the, the results are the same. Don't tell me what to do. Who are you to say this? Whatever. Um. And and now you know a lot of the first generation. Um. And I've seen a couple of them lose their mind on social media, right? And and I think that you know if they would have called their fellow trusted uh, uh, freestyle artists from the same generation and say, Hey, man, how can I get some bookings? Um, how can I get back on track with my career? Um, they would have given the the best advice possible. But if you're going to come on social media and you're going to diss the promoters that are not booking you, what do you think is going to happen? They're not going to turn around and book you because um, there are fans out there that don't understand the the plight or, or the fight or the or that that even those fans that are supporting that artist are being manipulated at that time.
0: No, no, for sure. But and, and listen, thank you for answering that question. You know, um, when it comes to me and, and 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 all those trigger words that you said, like reintroduce um, and and all that stuff. Um, for me, the I I can honestly say, like I, I'm not ashamed to say that I was actually the backup singer for George Lamont. You know what I'm saying? And I thought I needed to do that as part of the reintroduction reason because I knew that if I was going to branch off or if I was going to practice it was going to be with the best so practicing with george lamont going to rehearsals just watching him perform and because remember this is his full-time job george lamont doesn't have a nine-to-five job his job is to go out and sing so i have a nine-to-five and i need to learn you know when i do sing what i need to do and not that i wanted to emulate george lamont i just see how he engages the crowd so i took pointers i took tips and I'm not ashamed. Some people say, Why are you singing with George Amon? You're a lead singer. I think because I'm still I feel like I'm still getting my nose wet, even though I recorded <laughs> a song thirty years ago. You know so, what I mean? So
1: so I love you, I love you is a great song. It's a classic, right? Thank you. Yeah, it was a, there, there was a certain time where they took that song from you and they gave it to Johnny O. And for a long time now, people think that Johnny O is the originator of that song on, until he cleared that up, right? because everything needs to be cleared up now for the community because our generation now the generation that we are in right now this this current um generation of freestyle artists they see things that we do as hard work for the first generation they see it as a demotion and that you're brown nosing to get to that spot that you're being a freestyle social climber you know what i mean when when what you're doing is trying to earn your keep now there are a lot of freestyle social climbers but by by the way I came out with a lot of terms myself, so if you need explanation, please let me know. But
0: I think, I climbers, think we, we all know them by now.
1: Freestyle social climbers are people that will mooch on to um, artists that are uh, more talented than them or have more um, pull than them, and they attach themselves to them, and, and they'll fight their battles and fights just to, just to see if they can get booked with them. So I'll attach myself to George Anthony, and then when George Anthony has a song, um, I'm sorry, a show, I'll try to get on the same show. That doesn't work, and that's where those friendships don't last. But the generation that we have right now, what they do is, is that they they rather uh, put somebody down for working hard than than you know than to give them uh, credit. One thing that I can I can say is, I remember Sammy Zone. I remember Sammy Zone being put down for working to get on the show at Fever, and everybody. Look down at their nose right now. Um, and, and back then, when he was working hard to get on the shows, right? And they would call him all sorts of names. What do they call him now? They call him paid booking. That's what they call him now. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's because Fever's, he works it. Fever's he, opener, yep. He he works it. So I'd rather be a fever opener that gets 900 bucks plus a commission for all the tickets that I sold than be a person that, you know, doesn't get any sales or any play or any bookings because I'm too proud and
0: I'm gonna sit here and get uh social media famous. <laughs> and K7 said it perfectly. Um I remember um a couple of years ago um, I was on a live and um K7 says you know George Anthony he was he just put himself in the right place at the right time and he he was everywhere. He need, he did what he needed to do in order to to you know be discovered, rediscovered. You know what I mean? And he said the, the same thing about Sammy Zone. Sammy Zone did what he needed to do. To get to where he's at, so yeah, right. I do give credit to Sammy's own. Yeah, he needed to sell tickets. So what? I would sell tickets to be on a fever show, and now he gets paid to to open up those fever shows and right. does a good job. And, and he sells
1: he sells tickets by choice if he wants to, but because yeah. he's a consummate mm-hmm. yes. professional, you know, it's just like a professional wrestler. Everyone here is like, you know, you know for a fact that the million dollar man Ted DiBiase was a huge star in the eighties and the early nineties, right? But now he works the circuit. He'll come to Springfield to the Boys and Girls uh, Club at a gym and he'll sell his his uh his pictures autograph for twenty bucks, you know, a, a photo of a 40. It's the same type of circuit for a freestyle.
0: You it's know, called and, hustling, man.
1: Right. And when, when we start, you know, if somebody uh watched this week's episode of CPR's Clubhouse Live, where uh, we had K7, we're talking about remakes, but we also have talked briefly about the hustle and the marketing and and the, uh, the person being able to um, uh, promote themselves in, in a way that is it's, it's um promoting themselves in a way where it's is earning them some money you know what I mean right. and so if you're working the circuit and you press 50 of your CDs and you come to an area you want to sell those 50 CDs so even if the the bars giving you 200 bucks you sell those 50 CDs at ten dollars a pop that's 500 you just left with seven hundred dollars but I think that the work rate for the new generation, our generation, is not there. As the first generation, the people that have to reintroduce themselves are also like, I don't have to reintroduce myself. I'm, I'm such and such an artist. And then then they see people that are being successful, you know, that are newer artists that are newer than them and that they've only been doing it for 10 years. But they see them getting bookings. They see them getting on shows. They see the results of Sammy's own, but they don't know that he worked his butt off to get on those shows. They just know that he's on them. And they're like, but I'm, I'm a person that had a, 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 a song on Top 40 uh, radio station 25 years ago. Okay, yeah, but Sammy was more current and more in people's faces for 10 years straight, maybe 15
0: now, you know? And then, yeah, no. Listen, Sammy Zone, for him to even do that video with K. Suave and George Lamont in it. Mm-hmm. That that was a big deal. You know what I mean? Because that just goes to show that the that the um, first generation um, was embracing the the new music. You know yeah, what I mean? And so,
1: and so uh, again, uh, the first generation got their stuff together. The only people in the first generation, or even second generation, after you know, like the nineties around there, uh, the, if, if you recorded a song in nineteen ninety two it's 2022 that's 30 years right am i doing the math correctly i um, you are yeah so <laughs> it's 30 years if woody valentine's watching he's doing the like, you got it right okay a plus so so <laughs> if it, yeah so if you went if you went away for 30 years and you're coming back in 2022 and now instead of you working uh or, or even bringing your fee down some of these people want 10 grand for 10 grand i, I could get two legends you know, at five a piece, and still make a profit. They want ten grand. They go into shows and they're walking around like they're a superstar and they're Roman Reigns, and they want you to acknowledge me. You know what I mean? And so, it, it's it's so hard right now to, to really break through when people don't want to put in the work. Yeah, no,
0: absolutely. And listen, I, I've become um, great friends with some for some first generation um, artists, as like Brenda K. Starr. Cynthia, George, Lamond, Um, we are very close. You know what I'm saying? We have a that that friendship between us, and um, I love the way that they um, conduct themselves and how they treat their fans. Like they are so accommodating to the fans, and when a fan um, says, "Hey," you know, screams, "Hey, Cynthia!" They turn around, "Hey," but but what do you think about those first generation people that they the fans do that? And they don't turn around for the fans. Why, why do well, you think it's that? Well, because I just you know, I'm I'm saying that because I saw recently a video of a fan who who was very you know um, disillusioned by, by yes. artists that they really um looked up to.
1: Just saying that i never meet your heroes because you'll be disappointed. And in freestyle, we are more disappointed than than not. You know what I mean with with the the, the generation of, of freestyle artists that we admire. Um, even with the newer ones that you know get a fraction of the those fans they they are still acting cocky and arrogant but for a first generation artist or even second you know from the early 90s to to just walk around and act like you know i was i was a superstar in the 90s and i got you know major stars doing my my songs and you know they did remix of my stuff or whatever and then you just walk around and you don't acknowledge your fan base what do you think is going to happen they're going to shun you
2: they're not going to want to
1: uh, have you around you know what i mean um, there may be a couple on social media that, you know, will, will fight your, your fight and agree with you. But again, um, when somebody makes a comment online, you don't know where they're, where they're really coming from. They're not really explaining themselves. They're just saying, I'm not being booked. I'm not I'm supposed to be there with the first generation. They don't talk about how they're difficult behind the scenes, how they're bad to their audience behind the scenes. They don't talk about how they're difficult with the promoter who's trying to work with them. Um, all the promoters that are out there right now they're very easy to work with and they're very accommodating you know like when you go to most of these shows for the first generation they're getting pampered they get an uh, open bar you know they're, they're getting comped. you know what i mean and then for them to go there and be like no nah, i'm not going to talk to anyone i'm not going to do this i'm not going to do that it, it just diminishes um the the aura that those people have for all that time so for 30 years you had this aura and now it took seconds for you to take that aura away from from you and now somebody from this generation is taking your spot for a lesser fee and now you're upset about it but you know if you're on social media talking negatively about all the promoters if you're talking negatively about uh certain things all because you know you you assume that you 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 are owed something, you're wrong. No one is owed anything. Look at, if I go to people doing freestyle shows, right, look at all the people on social media that are trying to be DJs or trying to have radio shows or trying to uh, have FM radio stations. You know, uh, all those people are people that came from me, right, and they wouldn't admit it. But I'm the other statement statesman, right? I've been, I've been on FM radio since I was 17 years of age, right? So now those people are coming at me and saying, you know, like, we want your spot. And I'm here every week consistently putting out new content. Now, you know, my show, uh, my video show, CPR's Clubhouse Live, is not only on YouTube, but also on Spotify video. So when you have the Spotify app, you can either listen to it or you can hit the button and it brings up the entire video. Of, of the conversation. So you know, these are things that I do because I want to better the music. It's not for me. I'm the one that pays for, you know, my, my website and all that stuff. But again, um, you know, these are things that I do because I want to, because I want to invest. Right. But then you get people that I don't play their music and they attack you because you didn't play a song they produced
0: 10 years ago, which is what happened to me a few days ago with, with a, a producer. Uh, listen, um, it's just so crazy because love's so crazy, nah. But you know, it's just number so crazy one because number it,
1: one for five weeks in a row, hopefully six weeks this week.
0: But um, you know, neither here nor there. Exactly, <laughs> but but you know, I wanted to also mention, like you know, when I started back in two thousand and fifteen, that I was performing a lot in Springfield. That you had me in a lot of your shows when you were doing shows at the Beer Garden in Springfield and all that stuff. Um, did I ever ask you for like an? an extravagant amount of money, like 1500 or 2000 How much no, did was, I charge you to do a show?
1: It was actually very, very inexpensive. Um, the, okay. it, it, was so, it was so inexpensive <laughs> that I never went into my pocket and pulled out any money. Um, and it's because you knew that you had to reintroduce yourself and you had to earn an audience. So now you can come to New England, right, and you can, you can set a fee and people are going to pay it. Just like a lot of people that have used me to promote their artists and then now i'm i'm not a good person but now those same artists that i promoted can come to new england and, and have a fee and get that fee paid right um because that that's that's what happens in this music they they suck whatever they can from you um and so people always wonder how we have this connection the connection has been made between you and i between you uh i and willie valentine willie valentine and i um, there are so many people, Cynthia Figueroa, Cynthia Figueroa and I, there are so many artists that have come uh, to New England and have opened those doors. But one thing that I'm not going to do is I'm not going to invest money in my website and promoting you and doing a bunch of stuff for you. And then you're going to come and turn around and say, OK, you're, my song is number one on your countdown because we played the song for six months. Right. And people took to it and they voted for it. And now you've got to pay me a thousand dollars for me to perform for you. I mean, first of all, I never asked for you to perform for me. Second, like, that's that's not cool because I'm paying thousands of dollars to have my website up. It, it's a synergy of working together, right? And I know that the first, so the answer is zero, by the way. And, and <laughs> to answer one of the questions, that the, the questions that was on the chat was, the Spotify app is just one app. You download the Spotify app, you press the latest episode, which is the um, panel on remakes, and when you press it, you'll you'll hear you'll hear the audio. And then if you if you click on on, on the <laughs> app itself, or and you, it will lift up and you'll see the video. And then if you switch it, you'll see the whole. And there's also apps that you can put on your Roku stick, on your Apple TV, where you could just um, go to CPR's Clubhouse Live on Spotify, and it'll play the video right there on your TV. So it's it's pretty awesome. It's a, it's a great um, avenue to do interviews with people and teach them. Um, but, again, to answer your question, zero, because you knew. And then what I saw was that, you know, I connected you with Jams, uh, right? And then you guys started working together, and Summer Love came out. And that was given to the audience for free, right? And, yeah, we talk about this all the time, but it's like the marketing and the comeback for George Anthony. And then George Anthony's doing duets or, or collaborations with Niaja and, and Julia Mena. And, and going to areas where there's freestyle and people are freestyle fanatics, but right. he's also known because we play all the classic stuff that he, he put out. So it, it worked for him. And then he could take that and, and take it to the next state and the next state and the next day. So in, in a couple of months, you'll be coming to Harper, Connecticut, where there's 30 minutes from the radio station to perform at the festival. And that is a paid gig, which is great.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And and that was my point. The thing is, when I started out, and, and I'm not going to say that it happened because my song was number one, because my song was number one, and I still was doing songs for, I was still doing shows for free. So yeah. I, I think what an artist got to do, I mean, not, not get that big head, right? And be like, well, you know, my song was number one on, on your station. Now, this is how much I need to charge. you. no, I, I know, I know that I'm still trying to build an audience. You know what I mean? And it took me years. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was about to give this up. You know, right after I had COVID, I said, I'm not going to do freestyle anymore. But you know what happened? I started getting booked for the price that I wanted to get paid. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, you know, I can't leave yet. <laughs> yeah, but, so,
1: and, that, and that to me is a great accomplishment. And look at mm-hmm. all the projects that you've done where you have to, you know, become a, a background singer or, or a, a, a person that is working with George Lamont. But to be honest, if anyone here watching says no to that gig, you're an idiot as an artist because you're doing your career disservice. Can you imagine, um, you know, me being asked to be part of the, the shows for George Lamont? If I have the vocal talent, I'll jump on out that in a minute, and I'll invest in myself. And that's what you did. So you guys ended up doing a collaboration because of what you did with him. He's like, let me jump on your sh- on your song, and look at what happened. Um, and so, and there's a lot of people that a lot of first generation artists, the legends, that have done that. Stevie B has done it for Jenny Renee and, and for Julio Mena. T K A K Seven has done it for, for so many. Um, you know, for writers like uh, Jenny Renee, for producers like Woody Valentine. Um, you know, it, it's uh, a situation where it's beneficial for both parties. So you really do try to make these things happen for for the for the betterment of our music, but when we have when we have these issues online and we become vocal about, um, you know, dismantling what people are building little by little, it becomes pretty disheartening that that is happening at this time. Um, and I see somebody trying to come in. Who are we uh, trying to come in here? I'm trying to figure out whose button I
0: pressed, but let me try again. Yes. Uh, Alright. <laughs> but but no, listen, CPR, everything that you said as far as, you know, the first generation and um and, and given that that how can I say experience? Well what, what we what I've experienced as an artist and what you've experienced as a promoter of, of um and um and and how can I say radio? Um, this jockey of a, of a radio station and, and, and what you've done how you've invested into promoting the artist. you know what I'm saying a lot of people don't see that because that's behind the scenes stuff
1: right and I also I also purchased the music um there's a there's a song by Coro coming out uh, Mona Lisa I don't I, I want to buy that I can't mm-hmm. wait i I got the demo um the demo was amazing um Alyssa B did the demo she's the writer um I know the way she sang it I wish she would have sang it um but I know this also to be a smash hit. Because Edward Ramos produced it, it was written by Alyssa B. Tonight on the Tim Spin and Showmore show, you get to hear that song, the new choral, uh "Mona Lisa." It's gonna be awesome. It's a great song.
0: No, I
2: Whoa. can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Julio? No, Good I evening. And, uh, I saw you guys talking and stuff. I, I didn't catch the whole conversation, but I was like, let me, let me, let me. You get the guys gist.
0: Guys. You get the gist of what we're saying.
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what we're what, what, what,
1: what we're talking about now is is the fact that there's a lot of complaining going on 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 the social media lives by the first generation of, of freestyle artists, the, the legends, if you will, and instead of them taking a proactive approach to 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 see what is being built by by the newer generation, they're going and dismantling. Um, and these are the same artists that did other forms of music and that did freestyle and that also discredited freestyle and they have gone recently on radio shows to discredit freestyle but they're on social media complaining that they're not on the freestyle shows
2: yeah um i think it's not i think i think i think they're not frustrated with the form itself as opposed to being frustrated with the people in it you know i mean it's it's you know we we do what we love right and you know, I don't, I don't do it because, and George, I know you don't do it because of what people may say or may not say. We just do it because we love it at this point. This is on impulse. It's like somebody that's a, a shopaholic. You know, they can't help but to go and buy things. We can't help but to just do the music. You know, and unfortunately, there's just some people that, you know, they, they voice their opinions more than others, and they voice it, they don't articulate it correctly. You know, so it gets lost in translations, you know. And then yeah. you also
1: get you also get the audience that go in there and you'll say something, right? And and um they may not know what is coming behind that comment, but they'll start agreeing with you. And the same people that are not gonna like you, Julio, for what you said, are the same people that are not gonna like the people that like the comment. So everybody in that comment who answered or pressed like, they're gonna suffer the same fate. So that's why the negativity continues because we we um we don't do anything about the uni- unification of stuff. Um, I see unification when I see that you guys are on the same bill and you guys are going to do a show together. That to me is awesome.
2: But it's but it's different because you know George George and I came up. We came up on a on a different timeline than anybody else. You know, I mean, there were others that you know they could have kept going when we kept going, but they. They stopped, you know, we, we weren't the only ones. We're not the only ones from our class, you know. It's just that we kept it going and we just kept doing what we love. It's not about, you know, getting famous. It's not about who's going to sell a million records. It's not about trying to catch lightning in a bottle. It's about us just doing what we love to do and the fans just so happen to gravitate towards that, you know. Yeah, no, I agree with Julio,
0: and you know we were t- we had a discussion about that this morning. About, like you know, I can't I can't relate to to these artists that that had just recently started doing this music because uh, we were we came from that from that school. We we were in the come up together back in the early '90s. I remember when there were even like award shows that you know uh, a very young edwin ramos and then all of us will go and and we will receive these awards and then we'll go and we'll do some crazy stuff up on stage and 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 those were those were good times like we already knew but we also knew that we wanted to preserve a genre and do great quality music because we had like i think we had like that trend-setting um mentality Mm like that that like your style is is tough like everybody's dying to see this verses because mine is sweeter you know what I'm saying, sweet and tough. So they're gonna get b- the best of both worlds that yeah. night, and it's gonna be dope. You know what I'm it's, saying, but it's, it's just it's, like uh, so crazy. And I remember when you came, when Stevie B um embraced you, and he said, "I want to do a song with you." And look at that, you were hated on the, at that time when Stevie B did the song. And who knows what's gonna happen when this song drops with Coral? You know, so it's, yeah. just, it's just those things that you 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 tend to be like, "Oh man, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't."
2: Listen, man, I you know, I, I got over a long time ago, I got over caring about what anybody thought about the moves that I made. Because I didn't make the moves for everybody else, I made them for me. You know, and as far as and as far as, you know, what we're doing, you know, even now, like I you, you saw some of the comments, people are like, Oh yeah, well, you know, team this and team that that's not what it's about. You know, people don't understand that George and I We are the only ones that have the extensive catalog that we have. Mm -hmm. We're the only ones. It could have been anybody. It could have been, you know, Jay Mena versus Shy. It could have been George Anthony versus Jay Mazur. It could have been anybody. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's, it's it's for the culture. It's for, you know, showing that, you know, there are people still putting it down. And believe it or not, whether people want to admit or not, just the same way the legends innovated us. We're innovating the next. You yeah. know, because yeah. freestyle will come freestyle will come and it'll keep coming in waves and generations. You got you got people like uh, you know, let's just mention one, Audi Medina. She's incredible. She's an incredible young lady, you it's know. And, now, you understand? And I can only imagine, you know, five years from now, ten years from now, where she's gonna be as to where George and I musically, we might just be sitting back and now we will be part of that you know the legend status of what the freestyle is or maybe at that point you know what i mean so but
1: you know and again it's it's all about the the work that you put in the catalog that you put in um, a lot of the, the first generation they stopped doing freestyle they were doing other forms of music and now they come back and they're not recording freestyle or doing freestyle what they're doing is recording like an offset of freestyle something slowed down something with you know indian bells or whatever and then they're expecting for us to embrace that song and, and, and book them on freestyle shows. And it's like, but it's not freestyle. If, if you're doing other forms of music, polka, you know, as an example, then you got to go get booked at a polka show. You can't get booked <laughs> at a freestyle show. You know, don't get, don't get upset with, with Julia Mena or, or George Anthony because they've been doing freestyle or, you know, other the, the later generation, you know, um, like a Willie Valentine, a Cindy Figueroa. Uh, Sharon Masarin, um, you know, Jay Mazur, uh, all these people that have kept the music going, um, you know, for the thirty years. Because,
2: you know, for a long
1: period of time, all you heard was Artistic for a think ten years, right? Mm-hmm. And then, big ten, yeah, yeah, and then that spurred, you know, uh, Melody Monster. That spurred uh, NSR. That spurred uh, Jay Allen's music. That spurred so many different avenues, right, of artists that were part of Artistic that became now. Um, their own entities, and it was successful for a long time, but for a moment there, it got blocked by all the social media stupidity, you know, and uh, that's a E-S stupidity, you know, S stupidity, <laughs> um, because we just keep going in circles with the same arguments and stupidity, you know, like, uh, I guess now uh, the new argument is who who burned the trash can at late Entertainment's house. You know what I mean? And, and that, that is, that is disgusting because those guys are, are investing to grow, uh, a whole entire state of Detroit, right? And, and, uh, now there are people that don't like them because they're actually having some success. And, and to, and to now try to, uh, you know, lit it up or light it up, you know what I mean? Um, it's a, it's a disservice to our music. Because that's a, place now, that's a place now where Julio and G.A. can take their music to perform, right? They've tried to do all these little festivals which, uh, that feature freestyle. And whether it's successful or not, those people are investing in the community, and they have to be applauded by that. And, yeah, you. some people may not like their style, just like they don't like the way that I have rules, you know what I mean? But we got to grow those areas. we got to grow those areas. Uh, type of connections. And we got to celebrate them. Instead of sitting here, you know, if you're hungry, eat the rice. If you're not hungry, don't eat it. But don't start picking at it and making excuses on why the rice is not good. You know what I mean? So uh, just do your best to to support whoever is doing what.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, and, and Julio Mena just said it, you know, we've done so many songs, and, um, you know, we have extensive catalogs, you know what I mean, and and, and and I and I noticed that I have so many songs when I get interviewed, because I did an interview not, not too long ago with DJ Racer, and he played all my songs, songs that, that I don't even perform, but that he knows, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right, I did sing that song, but I don't think I have as many songs as Jenny Evans has G.A. t-shirts. I'm gonna I
2: don't
0: think so. <laughs> Good evening, What's up, guys? What's
3: up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: looking I'm looking forward to uh I'm looking forward to this to this event. You know, um July twenty third is gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be a beautiful event. Um and this is only going to be the first one of many because, you know, we're going to take the city mm-hmm. near you guys, wherever it is, you know. Uh, maybe even coordinating with CPRs, you know, do one in New England. That'll be amazing. But, yeah, um, again, it's great. I'm, I'm going to put up the
1: flyer. B-Y-O-B-V. Bring your own bulletproof
0: vest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. we, we, we got we we to find a, a, safe, a safe zone.
2: I know, I know, you know, it's uh, it's very dangerous, it's it's freestyle world, man.
1: Yeah, man, it's not the first time either, you know, there's been other uh, Mela sightings here in in New England where violence was allegedly going to ensue, and I'm like, when did did become this mobster? I don't
2: understand. (laughs) Uh, And and it's not not even so. much me it's it's the people that around me out there you know what i mean like you know you know how it is out there cpr it's it's you know it's a dangerous place anywhere by any means you know but out there is they they just be on some extra shit. you know so out there my peoples just don't be around me on no crazy because it just might happen you know
1: so so again you know it's uh it's something i look forward to i look forward to going back to the radio station, um, we are renovating right now. So we're going to be live from the radio station. I'll be at live on TikTok finally. And, um, you know, we, we have a brand new studio. We have brand new everything. Um, and it will be FM Radio, 4,000 watts, any direction. But I keep looking forward, you know, even at my age right now, you know, I've been, um, you know, working in the freestyle industry for, for 30 years now, right? As a 17.
2: Hey, and I still,
1: have, I still have a love and passion for it. I just, I just get turned off by the buffoonery where I, you know, like people are tuning in to find out, you know, what's up next, but like, can you press play on the podcast or the video so you can get educated? Because a lot of the legends too are dropping knowledge um, on, on a daily basis, but it's ignored because you get those people that are like, nah, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, are you serious? Those legends have songs on movies or, they have gold plaques you know what I mean like if Lisette Melendez started talking to me about her success overseas I'm gonna shut up and I'm gonna listen you know what I mean because you know big shout is going out to her she's a consummate hustler in, in a way where she hustles her music and her events and and this is a person that is not 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 um scared to to you know create her own venues and so that she has to be commended by, uh, for that and and if she has a, a little bit of knowledge for anybody that's watching this, you should shut up and listen instead of going, nah, I don't know what I'm talking <coughs> about.
3: Go ahead, Janelle. Definitely I'm sorry. You want, to, you want to say something? <laughs> no, man. I'm not. I, I mean, I, you, you said it all. I mean, everybody's an expert at, at nothing. And <laughs> and and that and that's, the, that's the biggest problem. You know, you don't want to take the, you know, take the jewels from the people who already, you know, have had some success that maybe you want to get to. And the minute that they say something to you or tell you that you should listen, the first thing you do is you want to attack them. Or what have you done recently, What blah, 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 who are you to tell me? Who
1: are you, my favorite?
3: Yeah, like, and, I, and, I, and I'm sitting there like, I, I just, I, I never understood it. And I remember, and this is going back some years ago, I'm going back probably before releasing the last Pain album. I had a kid telling me, and I call him a kid because he was a lot younger than myself, and he's like, "Oh, what you need to do to get successful is you need to be doing <laughs> this, and you should do this, and you." And I said, "What the hell did you produce? What did what did you do? Did you you you're trying to give me the, you know, all this this wisdom and knowledge? And literally, you haven't even made a a demo on a you know a, a cassette deck." With a backwards headphone, like nothing, and you're telling me <laughs> how to do my crap. <clears throat> on, the, on the same token, though, you know, when people to me, like Kay, you know, behind the scenes have talked to me, like, hey, avoid this, stay away from that, you know, this is what you should be doing.
2: I listen to that
3: stuff because this is somebody, regardless of, you know, it, even if he wasn't still in the forefront today, I was still respected because I know what he achieved. I gotta respect that, and I don't understand. How this gets lost on these people? You know, you get... Uh,
1: By the way, K7 had their song on the Suicide Squad in 2015. Yes! So so again, I I always laugh at everybody on social media who are newer artists and are always trying to throw shots at the legends or or try to get a come-up, a a freestyle social crime, (coughs) a freestyle social crime by attacking the legends. And it's like, dude, his song was on uh, a movie that made millions of dollars. You know what I mean? So, like, he was on—he was in the movie *Lean on Me*. I mean, he was on the the Mick in a bunch of different uh, uh, TV shows. So it's like he's giving you advice, you know. And, and it goes back to the TVB rant too, you know. Like, TVB said some things three years ago, and it came from a great place. It was great knowledge. And then, what did people do instead of
0: listening? They turned it—they turned it into a marketing scheme. Yeah, because what I think that what happened there is it gave, um, it added more fuel to the fire um, with those people that were actually um, thinking that they were becoming famous musically but they were becoming famous because they were acting like fools online. So they they took it for another I guess three more months of, of, of drama on, on the internet. So Stevie became came with that from a good place, but it was just misinterpreted and,
2: and <laughs> taken um so badly. Um so yeah. Yeah but oh, all I gotta say about that is that jealousy is a disease, envy is a sickness, when you do what you do, do it on your merit because you know that what you do is good, you never shit on the next person to try to get yourself ahead because you're not going to win that way, you will never win that way, especially in in today's day and age, you know, look, before us, the facts are, there but way before us, there were people that started this from day one. they hit the ground running, and it was a different time It's not like now it's no you know it wasn't no social media. These people were hand in hand tapes and selling out of the trunk and going all over the country to promote themselves like you can't discredit that just because you got a little Facebook with thirty followers or you know whatever amount of followers you may have i mean this is with respect to you know all the artists hard work and what they do but at the end of the day come on man you gotta you gotta know the game you gotta know where you come from you know and that's
1: why and that's the reason why george anthony became successful because he knows that there are levels to this right just like what stevie B said three years ago see i remember because i watched it for what i a- I watched it. I watched it for what it was, and, and what it was is somebody giving you knowledge and, uh, to to become successful. Um. So again, you know, I still remember what Stevie said, and I know that what he was talking about was the quality of the music, not specific artists, but those specific artists took it upon themselves to use that as a marketing ploy, to no success, because no one who attacks Stevie has success. Well, he's getting booked for 12 grand a show. You know what I mean? So, again, it, it's a situation where we didn't learn. For three years, we didn't learn. They attacked his album, which is still screaming like crazy, which created um, a buzz for Jenny Renee. You know what I mean? Like, these are things that people didn't get. Oh, the Jenny Renee song was not a freestyle song. What are you talking about? It's produced by Jay Adams. It's absolutely a freestyle <laughs> song. It's absolutely a freestyle song. And if it had a crossover, appeal is because that's the way Stevie wanted it right but if you if you um, if you listen to the the album um, from 2020 there's some gems in there and you skipped them on purpose because instead of you listening to the message and and not worrying about what you know he was saying or taking for taking it for what it was you made assumptions and made accusations and try to get a free come up and it just didn't work not for any artist for the last three years. You know, isn't that the goal, though?
3: I mean, for all of us, uh, us three sitting here, I mean, the CPR is not, you know, an artist like we are, but isn't the goal for what we do to cross over into some mainstream success? If We're not doing it for that reason. Yeah, of course we love freestyle, but if I'm not in the back of my mind saying, maybe one of these songs will make it on a soundtrack, maybe somebody's going to hear this is going to be a commercial. If I'm not thinking that or believing that in my head, what's the point? So when people say, oh, that's not freestyle, like if people, I have people tell me, oh, Scars wasn't, you know, the kind of freestyle song that I expect it to be. And I've told people a thousand times, yeah, there's songs that I've made that are strictly in the freestyle vein that doesn't deviate. But there's others that I'm like, no, my sound has to evolve. What I do has to evolve, because if I want to make exactly the same retreads of, I'm the one to blame. When I feel it in my heart over and over. People are going to, I mean, what's the point? No one's going to tune into new Gennaro music. No new George Anthony music. Everything you did is a rehash of I love you. Mm-hmm. It's
0: not going to happen.
3: So when people yeah. say, oh, it's it's not freestyle. I always say that the, the biggest misconception about
0: freestyle is that they don't allow
3: us to be free.
0: <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, And Listen, we, I, I love freestyle, yes. But do you think, uh, um, I, I don't want it to be heard by somebody to finally be like, what type of music is that? I want somebody to, who's in the music industry to be like, what type of music is that? And and, then, and and give it a chance like all the other genres. Yeah, of course that's my hope and that's my dream. So yeah, I do freestyle because I love it, but also do freestyle to see if if somebody bites at it. And, and we can get those opportunities like all the other artists from all the other genres. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And how many people
1: are jumping on songs that you recorded in 2015, 2016? You know, um, I remember Think by Julio. You know, it was futuristic. It was like the Matrix and freestyle. And everybody was like, what is this? You know, and I'm like, you got to play this. This is something that you have to play. Because he was ahead of his time. And and here we are these years later, and he shared his, the stage with Stevie because Stevie pulled him up. One last wish, Stevie B and and Julio Mena collaboration. You can never erase that from history. Jenny Vernay and and, um, and and Stevie B. You can't erase that. Frankie J came back for a moment until he was scared away. Frankie J, oh, yes, yeah, right. and then and then a song with Stevie B. So all these people that respect their place in freestyle, because Frankie J is a monster in R and B and pop music, but when he came into freestyle, what did he do? He went right under George Lamont. He went right under the learning tree of Stevie B. And he knew his place. He wasn't out there trying to diss um, the people that brought him to the dance. He he was Frankie Boyd that became Frankie J. And he respected where he comes from. Just like George Anthony respected George Lamont. You know, and so when everybody knows their place and and what part of the tier system they're in and how they can get a come up correctly, then Everybody will be successful, but if you're gonna use the driver from Fever to try to get a come up, that's not gonna work. You know what I mean? If you're gonna, if you're gonna try to, you know, to, to um, blackmail Gennaro with those pictures <laughs> from 1997, you know, to get him a come up,
0: not gonna happen.
2: Yeah, and I saw and I saw the booty pics too,
0: bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, I, I'm, I'm excited to to see that there's a collaboration with Julio. And GA, because Julio's had this idea for a while, and it's not an actual versus, but it's a song for song. Um, I would like to see the same thing with the uh, first generation. Like, I would love to see a uh, Lisette Melendez Karina song for song, Temptation versus Together Forever. You know what I mean? Instead of being on social media talking about stuff, right? Let's get that going. You know, that's a show that people want to go see.
2: You know what I mean? But that's the whole point. It's. it's... We're doing this because we're in a space right now where we have everyone's attention. So us doing this, it may trigger something to where they're like, hey, there's already promoters talking about it. Hey, the verses that's a great idea. You know, yeah, so again, it's it's it, it, it all starts with a spark. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, George does his stuff in his respective place. I do mine in my respective place. But when we come together, it's something entirely different.
1: It's just like it's just you like know. that song challenge you did a few years back, which you should bring back, by the way, where you sing a song and then you challenge somebody to do another song. That was unity at its best for a moment in time. That was great, and you know, and I still applaud you to this day for that. Where it was that challenging system, and people were sick. Then the fans got involved, and then you know, VC sang and it fucked it up for everybody else. But that's neither here nor there.
0: I have that on video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can
1: get, we get, we get blackmail her with that one. You know
0: what I mean? Oh, my gosh. She's like, I hate the, I hate the fact that it keeps changing something. <laughs> <It's all that>. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun night. Yeah, yeah. It,
1: was, it was a fun night. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's things that we need to celebrate, mark down, and continue. You know what I mean? And, and you know, like, and there's a lot of stuff going on on social media right now. That we still listen to it's not as powerful as before, and we ignore it like you know the the emergency broadcast system is still going now you know and it's like, come on, do we have to go back to that again and it's a say and like people that are like you know like can't even communicate about freestyle truly they're just Johnny come late these you know what I mean um and it, it's just a situation where you feel like you know let's not lose the the momentum that we have. None of the none of the stunts that people pulled since 2019 worked. We're at twenty twenty two right now. None of those stunts. They all it created was more crap, right? Let's get back to basics. You know, even if it's just with these three men here, you know, I heard the new Gennaro song, it's freaking amazing. Um, thank you very much for letting me listen to it. Um thank I know you. that I know I'm not going to say anything and I'm not gonna I I, 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 want you to, I
3: want you to say something. I mean, I,
1: I think it's a... Uh, cool. no, it, it 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 proves it proves one thing. When I heard the song, it proves that you were as much a part of pain as you are a solo artist. You know what I mean? Like you, there, there was a time where I called you the Marty Gennetti of the group, and and uh, Tita was Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah. <laughs> there, are now, there are now two Shawn Michaels, and there is, no, there is no weak link. You know what I mean? In the group, there was, and there's never been. Um, same thing I can say about vocal image and the Menno Brothers, you know what I mean? Fred, I don't know, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but, you know. he just issued a challenge, Fred. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> Gennaro, you gotta make sure that for the album cover, yo, you gotta, you know, Photoshop that booty pick, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, hey, Bernardo Sierra's out there. Don't give him no ideas, man. He'll yeah, do it too, yo. <laughs>
3: Bernardo's gonna hit
1: you up. Send me those pics. <laughs> exactly. by, by the way, I wanna speak on Bernardo Sierra for a moment. Like, there, there comes a time in, in our community where people have to see things for what they really are. Who are the real people that are supporting this music? And yeah, maybe Bernardo will get a little fame for doing his his covers, right? But they're done at no cost until today. And they were done at no cost, right? You know, starting tomorrow, today's price is not tomorrow's price. You know what I mean? So, I'm,
0: I'm I don't see that. Bernardo here. I, I think
2: he unfriended me. He's probably on word. No. Funny, okay. he's he at work. That. Nah, yeah, he's I, don't so say, like, I will never unfriend, you. bro. You kidding me, <laughs> Bernardo?
1: Bernardo Sierra getting paid now to do the artwork. We'll see who the true supporters are because there's been a lot of people that put him through the ringer, right? And they disrespected him on social media, right? But this is a guy who with the blessing of his wife is doing these covers, right? Mm -hmm. And he he did them at no cost to you. He just wanted to get his work out there. And here we are. uh, Now, people have to start paying. You know what I mean? And now we're we're to the point that we have to pay. So what are they going to do now? Are those people going to still be acting like a fool or are they going to do that contract where here's 50% down and, and I'm looking to get this done by the 21st of, of next month. Can you get it for me by the 15th? You, you, you know what's going to happen. The same people who had a problem with it being free
3: are going to be the same people now who are going to say, can you believe that he wanted to charge me
0: block? And make <laughs> the, post block. The, yeah. new the new Everybody. excuse. That's the new excuse.
1: Everybody had a, a comment, right, on what they wanted the thing to be. Hey, you put my picture up, but I wanted the left-hand side, left the right-hand side. Hey, it doesn't matter. You look ugly both ways, right? But, <laughs> the, but they complained to him, oh, the logo's too small. Oh, you know, you need you to need enhance my crotch, whatever. But the bottom line is is that is that now he's going to do it the way you want him to do it, but now you got to pay
0: for it. Yeah, no, there, there was even one that – Yo, know, what, hap- what happened to the dog that I wanted next to my patient, And Bernardo was like, there wasn't a dog in the picture. Because they know Bernardo can work wonders. You know right, <laughs> right, right. They know he can get a dog. He'll put a dog next to you. So yeah. it's just like they're asking for all this stuff that they don't understand that caused this. Listen, so today was the first time. I, I, I've never had it for the past three years. I've never had his cash app. I have his cash app now. Now I must send him money. Mm-hmm. And I have no problems with that yeah I mean, and I'm, gonna, I'm
3: gonna do the same yeah the very first time i ever talked to him he was like about uh, a cover i was like you know what are you going to charge he's like nothing and i was like you serious like you know i was like you know i mean just cuz I, I mean i you got to do charge something i mean i'm i'm probably preaching to myself cuz i don't i don't charge for a lot of stuff honestly like if someone asks me to write something so i don't even you know go that route because you know, we're all in this together. So I'm like, you know, we were all helping each other out. So I don't, I don't do that. But I told him in his case, that's a lot of work to invest for somebody who didn't say, nah, et cetera. Yep. So I'm like, you got to get them. Yep. Like I said. Even, I said, even if you don't want to charge them, give them a, a refundable deposit mm-hmm. where if they choose not to use the artwork, then you keep it. But right. if they use the artwork,
1: you give them the deposit back.
3: At least right. that way, you know you're not doing it and wasting your time.
1: So let me, let me just say something here. When it comes to CPR's Clubhouse, I fund myself. I've been funding myself for, for the time that I've done my podcast. It, it's a $1,000 to have. Um, this, this last year was like 1200 to keep my website up, to keep all the content up there, to upload all the podcasts, and to have the space to have people play it. And so I do this because I want to. I've never asked for a dime. I tried to do a, a, a Patreon one time. Um, and it worked out for a little bit. I had a few subscribers, but then you know it fell apart. But the bottom line is, is that the the labor of love that that um, I show for our music is the same labor of love that Bernardo did. Mickey Cubby. If it wasn't for Mickey Cubby, I keep talking about him, we wouldn't know what's being released when because the artists don't know how to promote themselves well. You know what I mean? They don't even. They don't have a website. They don't have anything. They just, you know, my new songs coming out. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> with with the mickey cubby catalog on social media everything is by release day i'm like yo i don't have to do anything he doesn't work for me and 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 again i'm sure that he's gotten some some issues with people because he didn't post their song on time or whatever but again these are people that are investing in our music and and they get they get pooped on right because they people want to control that and for some reason if you can't control my radio show, if you can't control the artwork, if you can't uh, control the releases, then you're you're a bad person, you know? And so, you know, I don't allow people to give me money. I don't allow to, I don't put my cash up on any of that stuff. It, well, the day that I choose not to do this and, and that decision is coming up um, at the beginning uh, or end of June, I'm not sure, um, I'll decide if I want to keep it going another year or if I want, I'm just going to let go of the podcast and the show and just keep it moving because, that's where I am right now. You know, I put in a good 30 years. You know what I mean? I I put in, um, you know, a lot of stuff online. And, you know, I just go back to doing my radio show on FM Radio and, and keep it moving. You know what I mean? That's that's just the way that it is. I just know that there are a lot of people out there that I want to educate with the music, that I want to have these podcast shows where people are actually telling factual information, not making stuff up on the on the fly. And the thing about social media and the detriment of it, it's the fact that now people can make up
2: whatever they want and be whoever they want on social media. Yeah. unfortunate. But anyway, guys, real quick, um, because my my phone's about to die. You know, this was a great conversation. Hello everybody out there. Hope everybody's well. And you know, don't forget July twenty-third is gonna be J uh, G A versus J M, you know, beauty versus the beast, you feel know I me? Mean? So it's gonna be it's gonna be totally dope. So
1: and know. I wanna invite I wanna invite both of you to come <laughs> on the show. On, on YouTube and Spotify so we can promote it put the information on how to get tickets and, and talk about your both your um catalogs going against each other and make a make a hype video for it.
0: And that's what it's all about. Thank you Julia for coming on my brother Yeah we, we got
1: that
2: show um we got that show June twenty fifth we have that show. So I'm gonna be out that way. So if anything, you know, you let me know we'll coordinate something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, we do. We do it virtually in person, B-Y-O-B-B. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make sure. Thank you, Julio. You already know my. problem. That's all, bro. Genaro, any closing words? And and thank you so much for joining us. I know that that you know, see, C- you were listening to a lot of the stuff that um that CPR and I and Julio w- were talking about. Anything that that you heard that you want to have, you know, give your two cents about. And I think I think I probably be giving out way too many cents. People we tired
3: of all my change. <laughs> but no, <I> <laughs> no, man. I mean, you know, the the, the the state of this uh this business, this this industry that we're in. You know, as, as I, I had mentioned the other day, I said people can recite the latest drama more than they can some of the song lyrics that's supposed to be from their favorite artist. And I that's said, huge. yeah, it's the hubris. I mean, as i told you the other day i said that word was custom made for freestyle like i never realized when i was using it for my song for the situation but i'm like it is hubris is rampant in this in this uh industry of ours and it's uh it's really misplaced you just on top of that because most of the people who think that they're flying so high are the ones who don't even have the the talent or the the fan base, the catalog, whatever you want to say. And it's like, you know, that Stevie B thing you talked about. I remember when that that thing came out, and I'm sitting there going, you know, he's, he's right. And then a lot of the times when, you know, back in the day, CPR would say certain things. I'm like, he's right. I always found myself agreeing with a lot of these things. I never felt attacked. And people could say, why did you feel attacked? Well, why? Because you know, it's not because I was Janelle from pain, because there's things that pain did that, CPR didn't like, like you know. I think "Come Show Me was one of my greatest songs. He doesn't on, like, Mom. he don't like "Come On, Mom." But I didn't go and say, "You don't know what you're talking about." You don't. Do- I, I said my, I never wanted to put the rap in the songs. Is the reason that it happened and it stayed. But I'm a, I'm open enough to hear what somebody has to say and not all of a sudden take it. Oh, he doesn't like my music. Don't listen to this guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about because he had an opinion. And it's like it's the, it's it's just. Asinine to me. I, I just to, to
1: my defense. To my defense, I edited the rap and I still played the song.
3: But I know, I know that, and I, and you could even got the version for me because I actually have a version that doesn't even have the rap because I edited I, it. To me. Yeah, because I mixed right. and mastered. I mixed and mastered two versions of it because I wasn't going to include the rap until you know Hex's daughter was like, "What happened to my favorite part?" And I was like, "You know, if a, if, a, if a you know a twelve-year-old girl can think this is dope." I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna put it back.
1: And, and, and now the and now the brand new song from Chrisyees has a rapper in it. Cause yeah. I saw I, I like it, how it that it, sounds. You know, and then I I want to listen to it fully, and I want to you know yeah. embrace it because to me there was a time where I didn't like rapping freestyle, but now you know it's a new generation, new style. Let's see if it's a yes now. Just like Keenan Trayvon Euphoria, just like just dance. It's an R and B kid doing uh, freestyle uh, songs that he may not be even aware is a freestyle song is a kaiser going on ellen degeneres and, right. and doing doing a song uh, a freestyle song with the noel beat on it. it it's her working with uh slushy you know it's all these different things what is that who is that me <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nothing yeah. bro. you know i I've, I've seen elements of what we do in lots of other music across you know all kind of boards and i'm like you know um there's a uh, like artists like uh bb rexa um Tovlo, low mm-hmm. um i can name like a bunch so what they do really straddles the line to this freestyle thing and i'll and like we said earlier i'm like if they can go and get a million plus instagram followers and their songs and you know everybody's spotify playlist these people may not be um, Nicki Minaj and known to the same degree as Cardi B, etc. But they're like famous people, like uh, you know, Baby Rixx does uh, she's like one of the coaches from the uh, the Voice and stuff like that. Right. And I'm like, what they do, a lot of their stuff is very similar to freestyle. So there's no reason any of us can't put out a song that is in that same way and cross over to the next thing doesn't make us a sellout doesn't make anything i mean i would love nothing more than one of us to get up there and then be like yeah i do this music it's called freestyle people don't know and look if you like what i do there's this other artist there's so and so and there's this person and that person and you know if one person wins if we all have decent material we all can win it just takes this much for something to be the next phase of the next you know tick uh thing that everybody wants to do and by the
1: way, nobody's going to listen to you, Gennaro, because what happened is three years ago, uh, Jennifer Lopez said, you know, she used to listen to freestyle uh, at the Grammys. So now, you know, we're waiting for her to come back with a freestyle song. You remember that? I'm not waiting. Like I said, George ain't waiting. We're going to keep putting out the, what we put out. We're going to keep working,
3: you know, keep keep grinding. You know, as long as I can hold on to this this, this
0: young-ish face of mine, I think i got a chance. But, you know, I'm, I'm getting up there, so. Keep doing what you're doing, Janara. You already know. But listen, thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure having you on, my brother. And um, and we'll do it again tomorrow.
3: And it's a pleasure always, you know, a meeting of the minds, man. I live I live for this stuff, man, you know, to talk to my contemporaries. And, you know, we might not always agree on everything, but we we, we all in the same
0: wavelength, you know, when it comes to this business. And we well, know, well, to disagree well. respectfully. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the, jump in, the jump in with Gennaro. Jump in with Gennaro, yo. It's coming.
3: Um, Bern- yeah, Bernardo man. told me he quit because he was supposed to work on my new flyer for me. So I don't know. I might have to uh, go ahead and do my next one. Hey, i, I-, I was a positive for him. It's no biggie. He, just said, he, didn't give me a- he didn't even give me an invoice. He told me he quit. <laughs> <laughs> I had time. No, thank he you so much. Much love with- always, my brother. Yeah, when he, real quick, when he came in, right, he said, what did I miss? I wrote a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's over between. We'll get out. We'll talk soon. Yep.
0: Respect. <laughs> CPR, my brother. Thank you so much for. JDG, great I said, I said CPR like a cassette of mine. Like around the same time, GA sent him stuff, and he still hasn't even. Commented on my cassette, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for my... Bernardo
1: Sierra's <laughs> Testicles of Love. That's what i <laughs> <waiting> for. <laughs> but listen, um, my my final thoughts on today's topic is that if you're a legend and if you're a, a first generation artist, have a conversation with your your counterparts and your contemporaries instead of going on social media to pull the fans into your into your plight because it's not fair. Playing the emotional uh, tug of war with the fans. Um, also, just remember that that you may have to reintroduce yourself if your song came out 30 years ago um, or 20 years ago or even five years ago. You have to be consistently in the face of your audience and you have to put out content that is freestyle. It can't be something that you just made up that you want us to substitute as freestyle. It has to be freestyle. And also remember your fans and remember your audience and be humble and shake hands, kiss babies. You have to do it. If you want to be remembered,
0: absolutely, I agree. 100%. Can you go? Can you go through your through your link information for the podcast, Spotify again for everyone who joined us? I mean, yeah. Um, it, just go to cprsmusic.com.
1: It has all the um links right on the uh, right on the website. Has the links is uh, there's a link tree. It has everything that um I'm, I'm featured on. Um, again, Spotify has now audio and video. Uh, so does nice. YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube. Um, we're going to be live on TikTok when we get back into the radio station. Um, so we're going to try to, you know, do promotions for our music the way that we've always done it in the last
0: thirty-something years. And is it the same CPRS Clubhouse team, like the Duchess, Cliff, and and all the DJs, yeah. all the same, so, the same t- team? So there, there are three shows
1: uh, weekly on uh, Friday mornings or noon time our time. We are party. Um, I'm sorry, I'm saying over time, and, uh, On Fridays, we are on um, Hot 97.7 in San Francisco, California. Um, Sorry, San Jose, California. And um, they play us at 9 a.m. Pacific time, noontime in the East Coast. So that's like the first run of CPR Street Stop Countdown plus a mini mix from uh, DJ Cliff Potts. On Thursday nights, uh, like right now, uh, the Duchess is on, and we play last week's countdown or last week's show that I put out. On Fridays on 90.7 FM, we have uh, four hours. Is the Duchess for two hours? Is CPR for two hours? You can go to the TuneIn Radio app and look for WTCC 90.7. On Sundays, we're, we're at Party 1019, is the CPR Clubhouse crew, Duchess, Potts, myself, two hours, Party 1019, iHeartRadio. Um, and again, we're we trying to be everywhere um, so people can get as much um, exposure. Uh, for anyone that we're promoting. But
0: cprsmusic.com is a place to go to to get links to all of it. Yeah, but um, the main the main page on Facebook with all this information will be CPR's Clubhouse or Jose Ortiz?
1: Um, if, you, or if, you, if, you, if you type in cprsclubhouse.com or if you type in cprsmusic.com, it takes you to my website. Um, it, on Facebook, it's forward slash cprsclubhouse. Um, so, um, you know, what you want to do is just go to cprsmusic.com or cprsclubhouse.com, and you'll end up at the website. And right there in the heading is the link for it. And whatever kind of phone you have, it'll give you a link to the podcast. So if you have an iPhone, it'll take you to the iPhone, to the uh, Apple uh, podcast. If you have an Android phone, it'll take you to the Android Google
0: uh, Play Store to download the Apple. Thank you so you much, know. CPR. That's a yeah. a lot of great information and thank you so yeah. much for talking to all of us. I, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so J-D-T. much. JDT. <laughs> I love this guy. Thank you, it. CPR. All right, Juan man. I will let you get to your workout. I-, I love you so much. Oh, the closer's here. You not can him, sit honey. down. Not sit not down right here. All right, Juan. Thank so you so much. You're ready now. I love you, I, have a, I love yeah. you, Lajepa. Thank you, Thank you, everyone. Later, Bye, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, once I saw the C4, when I brought Juan in, I should have pressed X, but I love him so much because he's my twin brother. <laughs> but, listen, thank you so much, guys. Listen, for anyone who came in right now, uh, please uh, watch the recap. Uh, she's going to go shut off her phone. Okay there we go I was watching my there you go thank you um i want to wish everyone a good night thank you for for joining us for the first um love and freestyle evening live with my first guest cpr and and i i i thought it was perfect to have someone like cpr because you know what ever since george anthony came out with music many many moons ago cpr always promoted me he always well, I, he was the. I was pretty one one of the first ones that he wanted to support and promote, and I will always be grateful to that man. So when I see people come at him and stuff like that, I mean he he knows how to handle himself and he knows how to defend himself. But to me, it it, it like it, it I get I get a little sad about it, and I and I want to go on defense more when it comes to CPR. So you know, to love him is to know him, and I think that goes with everybody. You know what I mean. So thank you again, everyone, for for um, joining us. Um Vera from Montreal, thank you. Mm-hmm. Joe ogia. Um Julia's always busy, but she's not mm-hmm. never busy for us. Um the ROM squad are, are those are all family members that I um that I support because they they yeah, support without conditions and without any bias. So with that said Philip Anthony, how are you my hi. brother? I actually got my name George Anthony because of him. Yes. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you already know the comedian Philip Anthony okay. But thank you so much for joining us on my first Love and Freestyle Evening Live with my first guest, CPR. Um, go to CPR um, Music. Um, you can just Google it, and it'll, it'll show up. Um, and it'll, it will take you to all the outlets and all the platforms that he supports our freestyle music. Um, so with that said, um, thank you again and um i will see you guys tomorrow it's all about love and freestyle Kisses and to everyone.
3: Kisses to everyone. thank you for always supporting my honey punches. i love them so much and um okay. i'm feeling better mm-hmm. i still have a little bit of a headache but i'm feeling much better thank you everyone for asking mm-hmm. Hi. Yep. Hi everyone huh. it, uh, and prayers for slice of course christopher and the family that are really going through it but I know they're gonna be fine because they got God on their side and they're such beautiful people um, it's a rough time right now but we're all with them and supporting them and just you know send lots and lots of love and healing prayers
2: their way
0: yes you know prayers up always for the slices um, another another group of, of- of individuals that that we love so much from the bottom of our hearts because they that's what they're all about they're all about positive vibes right and when they're touching lives with positive vibes that's that's what they're about and that's that's what we're about you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so prayers up for the slices um um, chris is not out of the woods yet but Mm -hmm. trust me that boy is very strong
3: Strong,
0: all right um, so listen again guys it's all about love and freestyle And I know Juan was so amped up and hyped because he was on C4 that he forgot to say (laughs) that if they don't believe in positivity and the word positive, (laughs) believe them. Mm -hmm. All right. So with that said, we're (laughs) going to play. Yep, we're going to play a song, and we're going to get the hell up out of here. You already know. Hold on. Have a good night, everyone.
1: We love you.
0: Have a good night, everyone. (laughs) I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs>